There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh Reed. I'm here with uh, Jim Price out in Springfield, Missouri at the Mike Lindell event. Jim, why don't you give us a little update over there of the Jim uh, of the uh, Mike Lindell event? Well, you know, guys, it's it's uh, it's been really cool to be a part of this whole part of history and uh, how we're actually looking at it. And I was having this conversation with myself. Uh, I said, "Hey, self," and I'm like, "Yeah, self." No, I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, was that thing? This this is something different than we've really seen in history. Where a lot of times we can go back and we can see where elections were lost, where 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 governments were toppled, and those kind of things. And the people just just didn't seem to notice what was going on, or did very little to act. But yet we see that obviously people with you know stature, with wealth, with time, with energy are showing up to be a part of this. And this whole event has been. Uh, really, you know, again, it's a refresher of all the things that we know is going on, but there are some things coming out that shows that they're blocking information. And this is not a part where our government is really being as transparent as they possibly can. They're not actually going out of their way to be really, really clear, really, really trustworthy, making us feel like we have confidence in these things. In fact, the more that we look into these things, the more defiant and rebellious they come, like a child that has something behind their back. Like, hey, what do you have behind your back? Nothing. What do you got behind your back? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, it's just this constant pushback with the, the government agencies and even being sued. A lot of these people, there was a lady in um, Minnesota that bothered to go ahead and ask for a FOIA request for voter information. And the, oh, no, I'm sorry, uh, not Minnesota. It was Louisiana. They charged her with a crime for requesting information about election information. And it's sad to say that, that this is what's actually going on, where the judicial system is not only going after what you know as your President Trump, but also people who are just bothering to ask a question about elections. This is how toxic this really is for them. And if we start really finding out too much information, then obviously their narrative falls apart, and we don't have these free and fair, secure ele- elections. Just like yesterday, you know, we had uh, supposedly the Georgia governor saying that you know, the most perfect election was at, what, this sometime this week. He was saying they had the most perfect elections in in Georgia. And we know factually that that's not accurate because, what, between Jesus and the Georgia elections, that's the only two perfect things we've ever had in the history of men. (laughs) Yet here they're having this conversation, right? Like, oh, no, we had a perfect election. Well, okay, so you and Jesus got together, had an election, and so it all worked out. That's the sad part of this thing is that there's so much disinformation. The gaslighting is, no, Josh, you're the problem. We have a perfect election. You're the problem for asking. No, Mr. Joe, you know, Mr. Q Public, John Q Public. No, you're the problem because, listen, it's a perfect election. Stop asking questions. And anytime they want to do that, when they tell you stop asking questions, well, you can know right there that they have something to hide and we should be better about this. This whole event has actually been really cool. Uh, Mike put all of his money out for this and uh, the people showed up and the information is good. Well, you know, you're, you're right there is that you can understand that there is something wrong. When you ask questions and you get persecuted for it, um, uh, yeah. a lady that I met uh, about a year ago at an event, she was doing something very, very similar. 
I think she was in um, um, Delaware or New Jersey or one of these places. And she had submitted right. a whole bunch of FOIA requests, number one from the school and then from the county. And um, they charged her per sheet of paper and oh, sent her a 72000 no, with a crime. Well, no, oh, no. They this, sent her a $72,000 bill? Yeah, they sent her a $72,000 bill before they would even give her the documents for the paper what? that they had to use to print. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, what, 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 what? They can't drop that into a thumb drive and electronically transfer that? Exactly. Is that what there's nope. In the, I mean, in the state records, it says that um, if you're going to do an FOIA request, that you have to get charged per piece of paper. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But this is what they do. This is why right. they do what they do. But, you know, we had some breaking news this morning out of Georgia. Uh, Georgia State Senator Colton Moore officially calls for an emergency session. To review the actions of Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, which may lead to possible impeachment after the politically indicting Donald Trump. He said that America is under attack. I'm not going to sit back and watch this radical left prosecution politically target political opponents. And, you know, this is interesting because the court date that they've set for Donald Trump in Georgia is just the day before Super Tuesday next year in 2024. I mean, come on, people. (laughs) <laughs> they don't know what the calendar says. They don't realize that's a Super Tuesday. Oh, uh, they, oh wow. they, they really? know for sure, right? Really? Oh, man, how coinkadink. <laughs> but, Jim, you know, it was uh, – I, I look at symbology. I look at these things of how they all unfold, and I kind of look at the symbolic nature of things. And we were talking last night and the coincidental nature of how Donald Trump coincides his truth po- social posts with, like, the, the QAnon boards, Right. Right. And uh, there is one that I talked about yesterday that he basically just tweeted out the other day that had a, a context and a timestamp that matched uh, watch the water, future proves the past type of stuff. And for a long time, we always wondered what watch the water meant, watch the water, right? And uh, I, I believe it's metaphorical of the yeah. floodgates. Uh, the floodgates are open after the drip, drip flood, but also it, it could be dual significance. Right. Well, Donald Trump is releasing – Exonerating conclusive information Monday. And I've made the point that this has to be information that is from the government. This has to be a military from the DNI. It has to be information from the government. It cannot be Greg Phillips or Mike Lindell's information because they're just not going to accept it. They're going to laugh in his face. So it has to be something exonerating. So he's he's announcing this Monday. Well, I said they're going to need a distraction. They're going to need some type of distraction globally to shut this down, to take away the news, uh, the, the news thread from Donald Trump. And I said, oh, my goodness, look at that. Hurricane Hillary, symbolic, is headed towards California. It's heading towards San Francisco and Los Angeles, the two major port cities in our country. Really? Which could disrupt... All shipping and cargo traffic in that area. Now, do you remember the other day, Jim, when I talked about Joe Biden had deferred the appointment of commissioned officers uh, to the Coast Guard, to the Department of Homeland Security in the advent of a national emergency? I'm saying, well, why are they going to need more Coast Guard officers? What's going to happen that they're going to need more Coast Guard personnel that Joe Biden's making this move? And I said, it's preparatory. Well, if you have a hurricane hit a port city and it completely ruins and shuts down that port. Right. You need exactly that. And how ironic is it that the name of the hurricane that's hitting on the same day that Donald Trump's making this announcement, 
It's hidden California on the same day Donald Trump's making this announcement. It's called Hurricane Hillary. Right. Imagine that. Imagine that. And then I said, as I said, I hope it doesn't turn around and go try to hit Haiti. Oh, oh. come on. Are we trying to wash away our sins? What's that? When, what, what was that? Uh, what was that? Wash away your What was that? There was a hair commercial. You wash that gray right out of my hair. <laughs> wash that child trafficking right off the earth. I mean, I don't know what you call it. Hey, um, I do have a quick uh, person. Just a second. Josh, do you mind if Laura Loomer actually says hi to everybody? at yeah, WSL Laura. What's up, Laura Loomer? Okay, hold on a second here. You want to come here? We're on live right now. Yeah, sure. Come here. So if you want to say hi to the to uh, WYSL and Josh Reed out there in upstate New York. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. We're having a great time here at the Lindell Election Summit, and Mike Lindell's about to reveal his um, election plan. So it's a great time. Hope everybody's tuning into the live stream because – we have to take our country back, right? Election integrity is the most important issue uh, facing our country and the world today. And as we see with the indictments of President Trump, they're now trying to use uh, elections to uh, criminalize free speech and take hostage political prisoners like we've seen with the January 6th political prisoners uh, who, are, who are in jail today because our election was stolen. And I tell people elections have consequences, but stolen elections kill. And that's what their ultimate goal is, is they want to... They want to eradicate the MAGA America First movement. They're trying to kill it off by imprisoning us for our speech. Yeah. Hey, Josh, do you have a quick, quick question for Laura before she heads out? Laura, I just really wanted to know, how much do you really love Ron DeSantis? Oh, <laughs> not at all. My God. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, look, uh, it was funny because yesterday I was on a panel here and we were uh, having a great time here. And uh, I was doing interviews and, you know, talk. there's so many activists that want to talk to me here. So I... Uh, took you know a few minutes away from my phone, and then I come back and I find out the Never Back Down pack, which is the Ron DeSantis pack. They ran an attack ad against Donald Trump yesterday using the footage of me and President Trump at Bedminster this weekend. So wow. it's only because I'm over the target and I'm exposing them. And I live in Florida, and I you know have been able to provide evidence and documentation of all my investigations into Ron DeSantis. And as an independent journalist, I've practically destroyed his entire $250 million operation without any major funding. And I hope to inspire others to do the same, too, because all you need is courage. All you need is courage, and you don't have to be funded. I do not make a ton of money. I do not have corporate huge sponsorships from you know, um, you know Fox News or any of these really big uh, publications or networks. I just do it by myself. And all it takes is one person, and you can... You know, impact political mm-hmm. season. You can impact elections. Uh, you can hold people accountable. And more people need to stop waiting on people to organize for them. You don't need to have 100 people, 200, or even 1,000 people to make a difference. One person can do it on their own. And that's my message here, you know, here today by myself. I don't, I'm not, I don't travel with an entourage, right? It's me. Yeah. And everybody here yeah. who's met with me can testify to that. And uh, I just hope to inspire others to do the same. Well, Laura, I, I hope that Jim gets your information and we'll get you on our other shows. We have a big plan. Yeah, definitely. Out I'm going to, I'm going to get on the, get, give them the information. And then I'm also, I understand you guys are helping, helping a pastor, right? Who yeah. has been, oh, yeah, who has yeah. been jailed as a result of, well, he's been indicted. Yes. And so, uh, I want to be able to help, um, you know, all, all victims of this political persecution right. and, uh, I think there was a, like a little miscommunication earlier because I wanted to do an interview, right? But I'm happy to uh, promote anything on my Substack or 
you know, help help provide support to people who are being persecuted right now for simply supporting Donald Trump and being honest about the fact that the election was stolen. Absolutely. Thank you much, Laura. I I love it. Appreciate you, all the work you're doing. And and you're just an absolute patriot and looking forward to talking to you some more. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And I'll come back soon. I'll get my contact. Very good. All right. Well, that was Laura. Thank you, guys. All right. I think we're going to go to a commercial break real quick. We're going to come back and talk to more Jim Price. We're going to talk more Dark Delight. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. With Jim Price, we just talked to Laura Loomer. We got someone else coming up at the bottom of the hour. So, Jim, you wanted to explain yeah. the the bee stuff. Let, let, let's talk about the pastor right. here. Okay, so uh, real quick, what she was referring to there at the very end was actually, and 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 Josh, this is something I think we need to work with this guy on. There's a guy um, out of the Carolinas. He has they have eleven thousand beehives, and what they're doing is they're selling little bear, you know, the little plastic bear jugs. Well, it yeah, doesn't have yeah. a bear face on it. It has Trump's face on it, so it's called Trump Honey. And I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. But what he's doing is, is all the proceeds that he's, he's getting from the honey, he's actually helping the January Sixers. Well, also what he found out was just yesterday, he, or the, it was this morning or last night, that the, the pastor, Pastor Lee, which was the 9-11 pastor, uh, remember the, the America's pastor, the 9-11 pastor? Well, he's being charged in the Georgia indictment and he doesn't have the money to defend himself. He's just a pastor. He doesn't have any, you know, he doesn't have legal funds sitting around waiting to be sued. So what they're going to do is they're going to do a special campaign with this honey so that you buy honey, but you're going to support this pastor to defend himself while Trump is going through the Georgia election uh, integrity case. So there's going to, uh, we're going to, I'll put up a link on uh, WISL and I'll make sure everybody can see that out there. But there's a lot of great things where the, the community is coming together to support each other and be the right people at the right time. Too many times we're seeing that the, we're seeing the weaponization of the DOJ, the weaponization of the government, just like we were talking about before Laura Loomer came on, is that there are people out there being, you know, being charged $74,000 for a FOIA request for information from your own government. And yet we, we see this as a thing. But then the lady out of Louisiana who's being charged uh, for a crime because she bothered to actually go ahead and you know, ask for information for the election. Again, how is talking about an election a crime in our country? And that in itself shows us that we have an actual failed republic, that this is the democracy they hoped it for because we elected leadership, not elected servants. And when we don't have elected servants, then we find ourselves bowing down to our leadership because they feel that they are over us. But we know the Constitution limits them. So, guys, this is the time right now when we really should be standing up for each other. This fight, this intensity, the fire, the heat, the blaze, the wind is going to get far more intense. The waves are going to crash harder the closer we get, especially to the end of this year, but definitely towards the election next year. Absolutely. And, you know, my, my heart and my prayers go out to this, uh, this Georgia pastor. And, uh, you know, that's what they do is they throw these indictments out there and then they throw them at the little man who they know can't do anything because those are the people they want to turn. Those are the people that they want to get in there to testify against Donald Trump, even though they might have no connection or affiliation um, and say things that they want them to say. And and I think that there's one person out there who could be that person that was named in that indictment. Do you know who that is? Who's that? Jenna Ellis. I just have a feeling Jenna Ellis is going to try to oh, cut a deal, make a deal. That. Go out there and say, oh, Trump's such a bad man. We told him. 
We told him and he didn't want to listen. Why is Jenna on there? Why is she in there? Well, because she was with Ju- Rudy uh, Giuliani trying to, uh, you know, get the legislation passed into the. Remember, they were trying to influence right? the Congress, not influence, but they yeah. were talking with the Georgia he House. Lobby saying, the Congress like yeah, every other lobby lobbyist lobby. does. Lobby the Congress. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. Well, and they call them fake it. electors too. Remember this? They're 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 charging with fake electors. You know, you know those aren't fake electors. Those are actually the real electors for the GOP in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. How come they call them fake? Why? Because of the ones that they don't believe in. So now it's so. Let, why don't we sue people who believe in Santa Claus then? Well, can we sue people that believe in the Easter Bunny if if they're fake? Isn't that what well, we're doing well, Jim, just, Jim, I I got some news for you. Um, uh oh. If there's any, if there's any little kids less than 14 years of age listening, please plug their ears real quick. Um, Jim, the the yeah. Easter Bunny is not real, uh-huh. and uh, Santa Claus, what? Santa Claus is is not real either, Jim. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on a second. Who do I send those letters to then? I mean, you're telling me that my Santa Claus letters don't go to real Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Jim. You know, some guy with a white beard might receive them. <laughs> nice, <laughs> and it's not the guy we hoped it would be. <laughs> and, and I'm, <laughs> uh, I, I'm on the radio. People can't see my big old white beard that I have right now. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you you are kicking it. People don't realize Josh is letting the old uh, the he's getting the old hair out there. I, he's uh, he's doing a good job. I like the beard though. I think it's a good touch for you, man. Good job. Well, I'm, I'm, you, you know, I had a conversation with this gentleman who's all about like he just knows everything about everything when it comes to like um, <laughs> health and these little supplements. And I'm like, dude, you got uh, long hair. What's up with that? And he's like, well, you know, I watched the movie Highlander one time and I realized I was immortal. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, really? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Go back in the history, mythology, man. All the Celts. All, all the Romans, they all had long hair. All yeah. the Native Americans, all the warriors, they all had long hair. I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. And he's like, yes, spiritual virility, that's what it is. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, well, I'm going to grow so my hair long. Here's my catch to that. Yeah? But you what? know that the, every single hair in your body has a nerve connected to it, and every single hair has a muscle connected to it. So that means that there's two nerves to every single hair on your body so why isn't the hair on your body more important and allowed to connect to the world around it? Hmm. Ooh, well, well, do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember back in the day when? Uh, well, yeah. at least in the nineties when I learned about what cats' whiskers do. You know? Do you know what the whiskers on cats' faces oh, yeah. and dogs' faces? You know they, what those they, do? They catch the vibrations, don't they, through the air? Yeah, they, 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 they pick up the, the fluctuations the within the static electric field that's all around them. So they can, they can. Um, if you have a mouse three, you know, thirty feet away, that mouse is moving through the grass. That grass is disturbing the static electric field, and the cat can sense that through its whiskers. Wow. And if you start going through all the animal yeah. kingdoms, hey, do you, you you see this all over the place. So why is it any different for us? Right. Your hair on your back stands up when you get chills and stuff like that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Connected to the world around you. I mean, isn't that what we're all trying to look for nowadays? Isn't that what we all have been aspiring to be is that we understand and work with the world around us? Isn't that what the environment supposedly said that they were doing when they're trying to destroy our world with lithium batteries, that they are trying to make a better connection to the world around them. 
I mean, wait, but they're not doing that. We're actually the ones out there doing it. Look what they've turned us into. They turned us into people who are making our own toothpaste, getting away from fluoride, being a healthier people. <laughs> I, 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 I have to thank them for, for motivating me, right? Thank you for motivating me to be a better human being, you bunch of turds. <laughs> well, you know, Jim. I don't want to be I, like you. Yeah. I, I was at the gym last night around midnight. I go to the gym at late at night for everybody out there. And uh, there was these two right. young kids, an 18-year-old and a 21-year-old there working out together. And uh, right. I, I'm a, I'm somewhat of a muscular guy. I can I can put up a lot of weight. And I went and grabbed some uh, some dumbbells and I was curling them. I'm not gonna say the weight, but the one kid who was pretty jacked looked at me and goes, "Did you just curl those?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh God, man!" And so we started talking. And so I started asking him about Trump and the election and everything like that. Dude, it was a complete red pill. These these people, these kids, they had no idea right. who like. Henry Kissinger was. They had no idea, um, you know, about, you know, Ukraine, the Azov Battalion, the Nazi connection, about Vladimir Putin is, you know, the bio labs. They, they had, yeah. they were, they didn't know about any of this stuff. But the one kid actually what? is like, you know, I just had this weird feeling last year that just start hunting and, and fishing and starts getting supplies. And, and so now I know how to trap. I know how to hunt. I know how to work my way around woods in the forest. I know how to find food out there. He goes because I th- I can just feel that wow. something's coming. Wow, mm-hmm. isn't that crazy? That's awesome though. That right but there. Now he's in. Form. I mean, well, okay, so he, right? So no, so he had it. He had it, even though he wasn't red pilled, but he had that. There was something changing. He could feel it inside himself. So he was aware enough to understand that things were changing, that he needed to change as well. That's awesome. And that means yep. that we have some hope out there, right? And we got two new stuff. subscribers of the Red Pill Project. Absolutely. So, absolutely. you know, it, it, it's conversations like that need to happen. But what we're also seeing yeah. here is that there's a lot of people out there in the world that are still uninformed of what is happening in the world and how the world operates. But, you know, people do get those feelings and those sensations that, hey, there's something wrong and I need to do something differently with my life. And I think that's a good thing. And I think that that's that natural sixth sense that's developed from that electrostatic field, um, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I mean, we only have one minute left to the bottom of the hour. Do you want to save – do you still have your guests and you want to bring them in uh, uh, when we come back? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll bring him on when he comes back and uh, we'll we'll let him speak for for a few minutes. Uh, So, guys, understand that, you know, things like that me and Josh are doing out there. Josh spent his workout time talking to a couple young men because they're worth it. Everyone is worth it. Every single person is worth it. Every person is worth the effort to say that we're willing to save them and let them see that there's a better way to live and a better way to be. They don't have to go back to the old poison well and say, well, I'll live my best life. No, live the best life you can have without their government chemicals, without all the other stuff that holds you down. Don't limit yourself. Remember, guys, at the end of the day, you limit you. No one else. Your mind, your imagination, you guys are the answer. All right, guys, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show and right over to Jim Price in Springfield, Missouri. Jim, go on. All right, so um, here at the, we're here at the Cyber Symposium. I keep calling it Cyber Symposium because the first one in South Dakota, I kind of stuck with that one. And, but this is the second year here in Springfield, Missouri, as Mike Lindell is, is presenting the information that shows these are all public information requests that we have, the information they have. There's nothing that they've 
quote-unquote sleuthed out of whatever, and I think we've kind of had the learning lesson from the very first one. But I have a, a special guest with me here, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. And he's actually from California, some, from commie formula, formula, <laughs> formula or whatever they call it out there, uh, California. They, he says there's a lot of Republicans out there, but we're going to let him introduce himself and the organization that's working for voter integrity, but also some of the things that they've seen with uh, things coming out. So go ahead and introduce Sure. Hi, my name is Larry Maloney. I'm from California, and I'm with uh, pa- our delegation's Patriot Force California, and we're working on to uh, clean up the elections in California. Mm-hmm. And so you said that there was uh, there's a lot of Republicans out there. Yeah. And I said I thought they all left because that's what seems to be the reported that there is a lot of people leaving California in general. But you said just outside of that city limits that say L.A., there's a few of you guys laying around. Yeah, yeah. California has more conservatives than any other state in the U.S. And when you get out of the cities, out of the Bay Area and Los Angeles, uh, uh, it's it's Trump country. You'll see Trump flags. You'll see MAGA hats. You'll see American flags. Um, even somewhat in the suburbs within the cities, you'll, you'll see quite a few American flags. So um, it's, it's Trump country out of the, you know, the coastal cities in right, California, right, right. right? Well, that's good then. So, um, so you were talking about there was an individual that was doing some voter integrity, something or other. Now, there's people that you said we, we know that are being uh, arrested or being charged with crimes that are just talking about it, but you said there was something happening where we're actually maybe seeing some real justice? Yeah, so uh, to, you know, to elaborate a little bit. So uh, I'm, a, I'm from Silicon Valley, okay. and I built this uh, software system that takes the voter rolls and finds problems with the voter registration data. And with that, we're able to find, you know, the dead voters, the duplicate voters. And you dig up the dead know. voters from the I'm six foot under? Oh, or? oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I can tell you all kinds of stories about the, the dead. <laughs> okay. But uh, on, on this one, uh, we had some concerned citizens in San Joaquin County, uh-huh. which is, you know, Trump country. Right, right. And uh, these people organized a, an election integrity event to talk about the problems with the voter rolls. Right. And uh, in the audience was an off-duty sheriff's deputy. Really? And he was intrigued by what uh, what they were showing. So after the event, he went up and talked to the, uh, the, the, the concerned citizens. They had a private little meeting and started going over the data, the voter rolls in detail that they were talking about. And so they gave me a call and like, mm-hmm. hey, Larry, you know, can you take a look at this? You know, this is the data that I gave them. Right, right. I said, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember this. And I'm looking, and yeah, sure enough, there were 70 voters registered with the same phone number and email address. Now, really? these are individual, separate voters. They're not duplicate voters. They right, have right. different names and addresses, but they all have the same email and phone number. Right. So um, I get on Google, you know, I do a search and uh, put in the phone number, put an email, and up pops a web page that is the campaign website. For no this, yeah, this city councilman, Lodi, Lodi City Council number four, Shakir Khan. Khan, no look way. it up. Absolutely. So the deputy's like, oh, man, I got to show this. So they go back to the sheriff's office. They talk right. about it. Go over to the prosecutor, talk about it. And they give me a call. And they say, hey, yeah, we want to investigate this. We don't know what to do. How do, how do we investigate this? What? Yeah, yeah. So They're asking th- you how to investigate Yeah, right. right? Okay. And, right. and I'm like, okay, look, here's what you got to do. You got to go to the registrar of election voters, uh, election officials, right. and you got to ask for these specific records. Here's the ID number, and, and get them. So they get wow. a warrant, 
and they call me back and tell me exactly, I tell them exactly on the computer, I'm dictating, what do you got to type in onto the search warrant, really? right? So they go over to the, warrant, the ROV's office, present the warrant, right. they pull the records, and sure enough, the records that I told them to go look up match exactly what wow. they got from the ROV. Right. So they're like, holy cow. So uh, the, they, get, they, they go to the judge. The judge gives them a, another warrant. Mm-hmm. And they go out and they start interviewing the people on this list. Right? They got, there's body cam footage. You can go on YouTube and you can really? see this. Yes. Okay. And, uh, this is in California. This is in California. Wow. Okay. And, you guys uh, kind of are doing something once in a while. Yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the sheriff's deputies, are body cam footage. They're going out. They're meeting people in parking lots, knocking on the doors, and they're right. showing them, hey, this voter registration form, did you fill this out? No, no, I didn't fill it out. This is yeah, kind of like those people it? that donate like $300,000, but yeah, they're living in a 900-square-foot house and don't right. have a nickel to rub Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they interview all these people, and they gather the evidence. Then they get, I guess, another warrant, and they, they, they raid the guy's house. Wow. Under his bed, they found a box with... Under his bed? Under his bed and okay, a let me and tell you, criminals box. don't hide stuff under your bed. Do better than that. This is like some three-year-old stuff you're doing. Anyway, go In ahead. a lockbox <laughs> under his bed, there were apparently 40 voter registration forms that had been filled out and signed. But not turned into the ROV. Oh, so you, which these is, were in waiting. Right, right. right okay. So now uh, this guy won his office by around 200 votes. Right. And we were able to find that, that you know, at around 70 voter registrations like that, there's probably more problems. Right, but, right. you know, the ones that we were fine. So uh, in February this year, he was uh, arrested, indicted, uh-huh. arraigned. And he's currently awaiting trial uh, for this. Wow. He did some other stuff, too, yeah, yeah. that's not good. But uh, yeah, so I mean, if we if we're doing it in California, yeah. right? You, yeah, yeah. You, people around the U.S. Uh, can do it. You gave a little bit of hope there. You yeah. gave a little flicker of hope. Now, yeah. how do we find this organization that you're talking about that you're a part of there in California? Uh, if you want to check it out, it's Patriot Force C A California dot org. Okay, Patriot Force C A dot org. Okay, all right, well, very good. And now, what's your name again? Larry Maloney. Larry Maloney. Now, so Larry, and I, I, we just we, we got just about a minute or so sure. here before we're gonna get you out of here. But tell us some of the stuff that you guys in California are bothering to do. I'm, I, I'm being very facetious when I say that bothering yeah. to do to really move the needle for the conservative party or those that want to see uh, election integrity. What are you guys seeing? Is there anything the county commissioners are doing out there? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man, there's all kinds of stuff. So Shasta County, right? Right. Uh, We were able to help Shasta County. Shasta County has uh, gotten rid of the voting machines. Really? It's going to be, yeah, hand-counted ballots. Yeah. You guys got, okay, all right. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's Shasta County. Um, Of course, we're fighting some stuff. uh, And there's also about 18, 20 other counties we're working on right now to get them over into machines. We haven't got them there yet, but we're working on the the supervisors, county supervisors, to get them over to machine ballots. Wow. Or so, hand, I'm sorry, so hand ballots. Hand ballots. So now what about the chain of custody in hand ballots? Are we going to make sure that we're managing that or is that? Well, I, that's not my cup of tea, but okay. yeah, the people are absolutely doing that. that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There's well, that's some, fantastic that uh, yeah. you guys are actually out there doing that. And anything else that you guys got coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. There's a, a whole bunch of stuff. The whole, you know, Dr. Frank from right. yeah, Lindell, yeah. he's all over the state. Right, we're, right. We're, we're organizing and uh, – there are uh, cons- uh, grassroots conservatives mm-hmm. are running for seats, you know, yeah. county seats, right. uh, city seats, uh, statewide seats. So right. it's not just, you know, the, the, the chosen few in the parties. When I talked to Dr. Doug uh, earlier this morning, I was asking him about my analogy yeah. of the paper ballot counties 
are going to have this discrepancy against those that are the statewide county. Or you have statewide elections, so you have a paper count ballot here, ballot paper count ballot here in this county. But next door is the electronic, you know, voting boxes. I said you're going to see a dichotomy between the two. One's going to be there's going to be the guys winning by thirty with the paper ballots. But the same guy in the county next door is only going to be winning by 3%. He goes, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to still cheat the electronic voting boxes, but the paper ballots is going to really correct it and show that there's a huge discrepancy yeah. between paper ballot counties and electronic voting box counties. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to yeah. me as so well. So I asked yeah. him about these. Oh, yeah, we're watching yeah. that hard because they're looking forward to seeing those differences. Yeah, I think you'll, you'll, you'll see that also in the in-person voting versus mm-hmm. the mail-in voting. Because, right. dude, I can tell you, man, I know a lot about the voter registration data in California. You know, 50% of the ballots that get mailed out are right. never returned. No way. Right. No, yeah, yeah. We had like wow. a less than I a third. I thought you guys were big tree huggers. I thought you didn't do paper. And Good. Hey, that's a guys, great you point. Guys need to get yeah, on you're that. absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we you're can't talking. Be just willy-nilly dude, mailing them out. It, you really got to be careful. It, with that paper. It's 22 million ballots that get mailed out, and 11 million of them don't come back. There, 12 million don't come back. Yeah, it, it, it works out. It's about it's about like uh, I think it's about ten dollars a ballot for wow. the total cost of everything: the yeah, printing, yeah. the mailing, the the people, data, everything. So. Talking a lot of money every single one of the yeah. elections just to get the ballots out and process it. it yeah. You know, a little tidbit here. You know, the election officials aren't the ones that send out ballots to voters when they really? do the mail. Yeah, it's a printing company. So they. Oh, so the more they print, the more they get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So the election officials, they just receive the ballots. Right, right. But right. The, there's a printing company, it's a third party contract that actually prints the ballots and delivers them. So, hey, Josh, do you have a quick question for him before we get him out of here? Well, you know, I'm curious. I mean, are you in uh, involved as in any way, shape, or form with the the various different counties that are trying to create the new California? Um, I, I've talked to some of the new California people. I'm not actively involved in the group, but I do know some of them. So they're 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 feisty and they're 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 hot to fight. So I, I've had meetings with them, and uh, I do try to help them out. Well, I appreciate that and awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Go ahead, Jim. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So anything else before we get him out of here? Oh, no, but I appreciate you, man, and keep up the good fight, and thanks for being a patriot. And, you know, uh, let's save California because, you know, like they say, the only good things that come out of California, never mind, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, more conservatives are in California than anywhere else, man. One more time, what's the website? Uh, PatriotForceCA.org. Very good. All right, man, thank you so much for being here. And uh, as we go on to commercial break here, guys, remember, this this country that you have is yours to fight for, and the effort you put forth is the future you'll have. you got to be the difference makers and never, ever let these people tell you that it's not your country because, remember, the Constitution limits them but never limits you. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back with the Dark Delight Show. So, Jim, do you know who Robert L. Peters is? Robert L. Peter. Doesn't sound familiar for some reason. Well, I I remember this name because this came from the Hunter Biden laptop information. Yeah. But apparently, Robert L. Peters is President Biden. It was a pseudonym that President Biden used when emailing his son's business associates, including what? using it to schedule secret calls with the president of Ukraine. 
The use of the name prevented discovery of the message under the FOIA request. President James Comer is demanding that NARA provide records pertaining to Biden's fake email address, Peter L. Well, didn't, or Robert didn't L. Didn't uh, Uncle Barry do this too? <clears throat> he he Uncle did. Uncle Barry did it. He and did. then uh, 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 Bill did it too. Uncle Billy. They, didn't they have code names for each other? When they, what was the whole Wii thing? Weren't they using Wii or PlayStation to talk on the backside of chats and stuff? Yeah, well, that was more of Brennan and and the top people, uh, Comey, these guys of the uh, the the what they call the seventh floor, and they were right. using uh, a gaming chat system um, to communicate, and uh, because they believed that the NSA couldn't record it, but unfortunately for them, the NSA <laughs> did record it. Um, oh, come on! Isn't that a felony of some kind? Uh, well, that, that's called treason because the communication that they were talking about on the Xbox gaming chat was how to take down Donald Trump um, uh, in the 2016 election and how they were going to basically um, use everything against him. It was Peter Strozik, Lisa Page. You had Rosenstein yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just – I mean this – when are – okay, they're trying to hold us accountable for the laws that they think we have broken, but yet they don't follow their own laws, rules, and regulations they have for themselves. So how are we supposed to respond to them and feel like we should have respect or, or give them some type of honor if they can't honor their own, their own rules or their own laws? Does that make sense? Well, yes and no. I mean, you know, you know how all politicians come out and say they have a democracy, Jim? Right. Do you understand that this is a constitutional republic we live in? Yes, absolutely. I, that's okay. what I rail about all the time. Yeah. Right. So do you know why they say democracy? For because it's elected leadership and not servants? No, because the deep state operates as a democracy. The bureaucracy that has oh. been around for 20, 30 years, they operate as a democracy within themselves. So when they say we have to preserve our democracy, they're not talking about you. They're not talking to you and me, and they're not talking about our country. They're talking about their power structure that is democratic within the bureaucracy. So they're signaling to each other? Is that what it is? Absolutely. Like little tips of a hat to each other? That exactly well, what was that, what that, one, uh, that one TV show where the lady would pull on her earlobe to say hi to her mom? Carol, Carol Burnett? Kind of yep. the same idea? Wow. It's all, it's all a movie, buddy, right? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's all a movie, and it's not only all a movie. Uh-huh. It, it is a poop show. And right uh-huh. now we are coming into the point where things are going to escalate really, really fast and really, really extreme. Right. Is that Mike Lindell I hear? Uh, up on the stage? Yeah, Mike's up there. Oh, right he's now. on the stage. I was going to say, if uh, he's over sitting next to you talking, be like, get Mike, Mike get oh. over here. <laughs> now, right here where I'm at, I can see straight into the auditorium, straight to the main stage. The doors happen to be open right here. They have, these are propped open. So that's why you're kind of hearing the echo of him. It almost ah, sounds like he's gotcha. right here because it's like magnified right at us. So. Yeah, it does sound like he's right there. Yeah. But, yes, I mean, so we're going to about to see the SHTF, and people can uh, understand what that acronym means. It's hit the fan is the HTF. Um, this is coming. It's coming fast. Right. Did you see that there's a new variant out there that is spreading wild? BA.6, likely present in the U.S., experts warn for calls to returning to masking. Right. And so, what wait, else? wait, wait. I thought that we were doing Aris. I thought the Aris was, was the new variant that we were going to be dealing with. 
No, no, you know, I still, I still have my monkeypox flags up and decorations up, <laughs> and I still haven't taken well, them I down. My but... killer hornet. I thought the killer hornet oh. thing was a thing. I, what happened? To the no, Chinese no, no. The, that was so. I had my supplementary decorations of mosquitoes still up. Oh, um, mosquitoes. I can't keep up with these. I know. Well, now I I'm know. a micro. What is it? What is it when you study insects? What's that? What's that degree? What is it? Uh, we're now. Uh, we're now. We're inspect- uh, What is it? Ornithologist. Now we are ornithologists. Yeah. We, <laughs> we we have to be an expert of every single thing, right? Because this is what they right. keep keep us off balance yeah. with constantly. So I don't know. That's actually crazy. So well, it is crazy. Thank this you. this world is crazy, and so we have new COVID variants. We have dengue outbreak in Florida. Did you hear about this, Jim? Dengue fever? I haven't had that in a minute. Last time I had well, oh <laughs> well dengue fever. Yeah, breaking out in Florida. Which, by the way, this right. is a third world country disease that is spread by mosquitoes. Yeah. And yep, two and a half years ago, two billion mosquitoes were released in the Florida Keys, and now people in Florida are getting dengue. Oh my goodness! Uh, Just like Josh Reed predicted, and has been saying, yeah. would happen. Now it's happening. Are you saying causation is correlation, or however that's that? Said? That, that <laughs> what I'm saying is that. Cor- uh, causation does have correlation here in this effect. Oh man! See, this is the this is the crazy part of this. They do they have the immune to this? They, do they, they have to have the vaccine, right? So whatever it is that they're trying to pass out through these mosquitoes and all this other stuff, they are they immunized against this, or what have they done to protect themselves from it? Well, here's the thing about the mosquito thing, and I put this together on my show, is that right. The mosquitoes, it's a, it's a level of probability. If a mosquito mm-hmm. that's infected with dengue fever bites a normal person, that person's probably not going to get dengue fever unless they have a suppressed immune system, immune unless they're system. immunocompromised. So you're talking about that whole government shot that lowered everybody's immune system from the Oh, now you got it. So now, with every well, tons of people around the world, especially in third world countries, who are immunocompromised, when they get bit by these mosquitoes, there's a higher probability of them getting sick from these mosquitoes that are carrying potentially Zika or uh, malaria or, or dengue or yellow fever. Right. Yep. <sighs> that's what's happening, and that's I think that that was their plan all along, was to make this a, a slow rollout. Utilizing various right. different environmental environmental phenomena that can kill you be, right. now that people have suppressed immune systems. So it'd be weather. It will be yeah. Um, you know, it'll be weather. It will be mosquitoes. It'll be ticks. It'll be fleas. And basically, what they want to do is they want to say that humankind is dangerous to nature, and now nature's fighting back. So nature becomes off limits. And this gives them the 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 guys to move you into fifteen minute cities, yeah. and people become so well, afraid of nature. That goes back nature. to the Maui thing, right? Yeah, the, the exactly. Maui beach and all that. And people become so afraid of nature that they just comply with it because they don't want to get bit by a mosquito. They don't want to die. They they don't want to oh, be so they ran won't go over outside by anymore. a hurricane. There, there you go. They that's, won't go that's outside anymore. They'll never leave the. <sighs> so they're just turning us into big ant farms. Is that exactly. right? Exactly. Slave where they can just look at us through the glass and make sure they're the what is it? Slave farms. Oops. Slave farms. Yeah. Uh, this I don't is like they're that. creating I don't like the way you digital say that. digital slave matrix. 
That's what I call it. They want you living inside that 15-minute city. If you want to go look at the stars and enjoy nature, you can go to the observatory. It's a small tunnel that goes underground that's on a very, very fast rail train that takes you out to this domed area where you can't smell the fresh air, but you can sit under the stars. And it only costs 500 new Amero credits. (laughs) To observe the stars, please swipe your hand over... And then oh, you find out that it's not a, even real. A, <laughs> yeah, then yeah, we find out you're in the Truman Show. Yeah, you go over and hit, run into the dome with your sailboat. Has, but this is the world that they're the trying Truman to create. Show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. This this is the oh, world guys, they're trying to create. We, Nature's we off limits, Jim Price. They want nature off limits. If people want this, to check something out, check out the Terra Carta project with King Charles. And this is what they're trying to do: is that nature is the new god. That nature is needs to be preserved. That mankind is inherently evil to nature, and that we must protect right. nature from mankind. And they're going to switch this on people. That nature is fighting back. That's why mosquitoes are weaponized against us. That's why fleas and ticks cause disease. And that's why you know fires rage in Maui and hurricanes hit California and tornadoes rush through Oklahoma. And it's only going to get more and more severe. Right. That's what they want, wow. so they can usher people into the new world order. That's crazy. I don't want. Who wants to live? I don't. Okay, Josh. I don't know. Are you? A, did you wake up this morning just thinking about how you could actually just kill off most of the people on Earth and get rid of everybody? I know I keep asking this question, but this just blows my mind that there is someone out there that really grew up generationally to believe that they are that far superior than the rest of us. Well, but they're also ideological. They're ideologues. I mean, it's their religion. Their religion is that they are better than everybody else, that they are more evolved spiritually, mentally, physically than everybody else, that they are above everybody else. They look at average humans as not capable of taking care of themselves. And in some cases, they're they're right that most humans, I mean, <laughs> well, a lot of humans, yeah. don't have that ability. Yeah. yeah, I get you there. Anyways, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. Jim Price, I hope you enjoy your day over there at the Mike Lindell event. Keep us updated and posted on social media. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow with more Dark Delight Show. Take care.